excuse me. Could you tell me how to get to the medical school? You go straight ahead, and uh, you make the left over the bridge. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria? <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Uh-oh. What? What's the matter? You spilled the salt. That's what's the matter. Quick. Toss some salt over your right shoulder. What the hell? Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? with an S. So swim, swami. Slippy, slappy, swimming, salmon, salmon, swanson, swanson? Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the... Oh, yeah! It's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. What happened, Harry? Some little filly break your heart? No, it was a girl. Breda Belcher. I thought we were going to be together forever. She give you any reason? Yeah, I called her up. She gave me a bunch of crap about me not listening to her enough or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Hey, that was good. Hey. We're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. Minutes ago. I bathe them and I clip them myself. And I stand by my performance. Go look at the fun bags on that hose hound. I'd like to eat her liver with some farber beans and a nice bottle of key ante. <laughs> Podcast of 2019. I am Darren Dinkins. I am Chris Saunders. And today on the podcast, we are doing the greatest movie of all time. We, no, no, we have conversations about this one, man. <laughs> Seriously. Dumb and Dumber. Well, Jim Carrey and um, Jeff Daniels. I don't know. This was is this like a block? This wasn't a block. This is this is this like a cult film of sorts? I think. I mean, I think it's equal equal parts cult film and equal parts just it is just plain dope. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Um, twenty. Oh, it's the 25th anniversary this year. Yeah, I guess so. Um, imbecilic best friends, Lloyd Christmas, played by Jim Carrey, and Harry Dunn, played by Jeff Daniels, which. Conversation about that. Mm -hmm. Stumble across a suitcase full of money left behind in Harry's car by, it wasn't left in the car, it was left at the airport by Mary Swanson, played by Lauren Holly, who was on her way to the airport. The pair decide to go to Aspen, Colorado to return the money, unaware that it is connected to a kidnapping, as Harry and Lloyd, who has fallen in love with Mary, are pursued across country by hired killers and the police, they find both their friendship and their brains tested. Is this the second movie within, I don't know, two or three where we have Mike Starr in the movie? I have so. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> we did Bodyguard recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, do, you remember, do you remember these things called the MTV Movie Awards? 
yeah. You know, remember those? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, you just win something? Best Comedic Performance by Jim Carrey. And Best Kiss. What? Jim oh, Carrey and Laura and Holly. That was, like, so <laughs> nasty. Gross. Um, they won a Key Art Award. I don't know what that is. For what? Key Art Award. Key Art Award. They were a winner there. And then, um, apparently, it looks like Jim Carrey got... A Razzie Award for Worst New Star. Well, no, he, they were, he was nominated for Worst New Star. Really? Yeah. Which. That's interesting. Kiss my ass, Razzies. Yeah, he's, he's giving them the little finger, I guess. Yeah. Um, list of names that passed on this film. Pre-incredible pre Nicolas Cage, <laughs> which would have been interesting. Martin Short, Steve Martin, which I think would have just been like a rehash of a couple other shows, mm -hmm. like The Jerk or something like mm -hmm. that. Uh, you know, Rob Lowe and Gary, Gary Oldman. What Oldman? Yeah. I mean, look, what? I think he, I think he could do it. <laughs> he is an amazing actor. He, that he would be. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Have you ever seen that episode of Friends with where he acts with yeah. you, like something like He's that? The spitting, the yeah. Piece. yeah, that was really actually pretty funny. Uh, Rob Lowe is actually funny you say that because uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, um, Parks and Rec, oh. and it wasn't he like a heartthrob back in the day. He wasn't, yeah. wasn't really hey, so he, it clearly in Parks and Rec. He's showing his comedic abilities, and I guess you know it would. He's actually a pretty funny dude. Yeah, it's pretty surprising that. But, but yeah, that's a quite a list. Yeah, that's a pretty good list. Shoot. Um, I don't usually start out this early with the music, mm -hmm. but this movie, the, the 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 soundtrack has like what 10, 12 songs, Something. but the actual music that shows up in this movie, it's like thirty. It's like Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's a levels, lot of, and it's so diverse. It's all yeah. over the place, man. Like punk, R and B, reggae, dance, or rock. Like the first song they play in the movie. Um, what's it called? Uh, oh, um, uh, Boom Shakalaka, yeah, Apache yeah. Indian. Like, I love that track. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty popular track too. I mean, so it just—it's just funny seeing it in a movie with two like. Caucasian main actor. Yeah, that's <laughs> and it comes after he mistakes oh. New Jersey for Australia, <laughs> and then he says Austria. New Jersey, Austria, Austria. and he's like, oh, uh, Austria. Well then, good eye, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> right off the bat, man, this movie was killing it. How, how do you? No, no. We'll get into the words. <laughs> I'll, I'll mark that. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it was a good. This we could we can kind of almost do this in reverse in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the soundtrack was pretty cool. I listened to a lot of it on my way um, here today, mm. and um, yeah, there's some stuff that was actually oh, and um, there was one group in there that I hadn't heard from in a long time. Delight. Mm. Um, I think I wrote that down. That was. Um, wasn't that? Oh one? yeah, you sexy thing. Oh that yeah, I knew it was I knew it was gonna be that one. Yeah, that's a. But that's a remake, right? Yeah, it's a remake. I but I hadn't heard from this group in a long time. It was like, yeah. wow, um, just kind of there's there's a lot of um, some flashback crash test dummies for just kind of yeah. rhythm. <laughs> well, they they're there twice. Yeah. Um, that one song though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a creepy fucking song. Do you remember the video? I've never, I don't remember if I saw the video. Dude, dude. Okay, if, if listeners, if, if you are listening right now, like, if you have not seen the video for Crash Test Dummies, it's called mm, 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 Three M's each. Mm, mm. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, watch that video. It used to be on MTV all the time. Yeah. It's, it's as creepy as the song itself. Well, I mean, the album itself is pretty much, I mean, it's called God Shuffled His Feet. So, is, is the other song on this soundtrack also on that album? Or is it from uh, a different album? What's the other song? It is. Oh, The Ballad of Pumpkin Happy. Yeah, Pumpkin which, which is. Did you listen to that? No. It's actually it's, lead, led, led, the lead singer is a female vocalist who is not in the group, but it's like very socially conscious. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the, the Crash Test Dummies. They're a little different. Well, yeah, I mean, then that. Mm, they're talking about. 
like sexually transmitted diseases and other shit. So yeah, I guess it's so, so weird. Like you can't find it on. Oh oh oh! I'm lying. It's on. It's not on that album. Ah okay. It's on. Uh, what album? I, I, mean, I wasn't familiar with Crash Test Dummies that much. Yeah, it's not. Hmm, it's not actually on an album. It's just on a uh, compilation. Okay. Interesting. But like, uh, uh, going back to the movie, this mm. is. They delivered exactly what they said they were going to deliver mm. with the title. And, dude, that's not easy. Like, people are like, oh, this movie's stupid. Like, it's not like other stupid movies that. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't hate to say Adam Sandler, but, like, he's got movies that are just, you know, really stupid, like, not highbrow jokes. Whereas this one had stuff that might have seemed, like, lowbrow, but it was really hard in my mind. It, was, it feels like it was really hard to, for somebody, to have some of these jokes come across. So I thought it was, like, masterfully done. Uh, this, this movie... Um, feel like this is kind of like I found myself rolling my eyes a lot like or giving like these you know it's kind of one of those movies when you go you go with your your friends in the movies to see this and like you guys are kind of shooting each other these looks each time there's a joke kind of like like what the fuck is going on here uh, I, I, I see recall so this is me and my boy Cyrus used to love this movie and yeah. like it definitely guided a lot of my mannerisms and stuff for like mm. a few years. And, and I'm a huge Jim Fer- Jim Carrey fan. So, oh, really? Oh, my God, dude. Like, I was Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, Dumb and Dumber, Liar, Liar. I was The Mask. Oh, my God. I, I quoted this guy out of my ass. Mm-hmm. Literally. Right. Can I ask you a few questions? Uh, he's okay. He's rolling his eyes. He's not a Jim Carrey fan. Um, but oh, uh, I, I like Jim Carrey. I think, but, um, but I like him in a lot of his more serious stuff. Terminals. Well, that's that's going to take me to another yeah, place so, with Jim Carrey. But um, Truman Show is awesome. Truman Show. Um, I just watched Yes Man just the other day. I loved Yes Man. Yes Man. I saw. I can't remember it. Is that the one? No, no, no. That's not the one with uh with his wife. No, no, no. no, no, no. That's that's Dick and Jane. Yeah, it's Dick Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That would mean I found that entertaining too. But um. Yeah, huge Jim Jim Carrey fan. So like this and other movies, as I was saying, like I was quoting all the time mm-hmm. to my mother's hate. <laughs> this is a movie that movie studio did. The movie studio that agreed to make the movie didn't want to make the movie. A script passed through and was rejected by every major Hollywood studio until it made it to New Line Cinema. The studio president uh, Mike Beluka loved the script and agreed to make it, but Bob Shea, the studio CEO, hated it Mm-mm. and only agreed to greenlight the film if the filmmakers could secure two leads from a list of 25 comedic actors provided by the studio. Farrelly's pitched the script to the entire list, all of whom turned it down. So I'm curious why if that if there was 25 guys. How come Jim Carrey wasn't on that list? Mm. You know, but yeah, weird. I mean, I mean, we say that now, twenty twenty hindsight, because we know how big of a star he became, right? And and what he did with this film, I'm trying to put myself in the place like at the time, like okay, he did he did Ace Ventura, right? Did he do When Nature Calls yet? And he had In Living Color. It's funny you mention that. Despite the pile of rejections, um, they mentioned he offered the. Offer the point to uh, the part to Jim, and um, one of the producers knew Jim from um, his days on Living Color, and got him a script while he was working on The Mask. Ah. Uh, so and Carrie met with the brothers, and instead they immediately hit it off. And did did wait The Mask come out first? Yeah. Wow, I thought The Mask came out after. Okay. Yeah, it was sh- did, so this was shot before The Mask, but The Mask came out. Well, I mean, that was just heavy hitters, man. Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you can argue that was one of the best choices he made in his career. Because I think that kind of really... 
and then it goes back to what we were just talking about before um, we started the podcast, which was, is this a blockbuster or is this a, 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 like a cult figure, cult film? I, I'd argue it's a little bit of both, but like because I think if it wasn't a blockbuster, it wouldn't have is he it wouldn't have been as big an impact on his career as it was. I mean, he just started. He like took off after this. It was like a nothing but a bunch of like. He was getting offers left and right. What was the? Uh, I'm about to look this up. I'm just gonna look up the. Uh, the gross money this made. Uh, so what? What? What's a uh, number of money? How much money does a blockbuster entail? Well, let's see. This was 94. I would say blockbusters at that level for a comedy, probably over a million, uh, over 75 million. Uh, let's see. It grossed approximately 39.2 million worldwide against a 90 million dollar budget. Oh, so that's good though. And it made money, it made 20 million uh, initially. 19 million is actually pretty cheap. Uh, as opposed to the original film's far greater 247 million worldwide gross against 17 million budget. What is that? Mean? Original. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Jim Carrey. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah. Oh, actually, Dumb and Dumber did come out. They came out the same year. Mask and Dumb and Dumber came out the same oh, year. Okay. So it was like. Yeah. Wow. When did When Nature Calls come out, man? So, following Mask and Dumb and Dumber. Oh my God. Is this a this Kevin Costner situation? This or? is '94. Oh my God. Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. The Mask, and Ace Ventura in one. Ace Ventura year. was after. Oh my God. And then following up, and this is where it takes off. Mm-hmm. The Truman Show '98. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Liar Liar '97. Yeah. Truman Show '98. All Bruce Almighty in 2000. Uh, no, Man on the Moon on the in 99. Probably Cable Guy in 96. Oh, Cable Guy. <laughs> Ace Ventura, uh, Nature, when Nature Calls It. Damn, did that back to back years? Mm. 95? Batman Forever. Oh, yeah. 95. As bad as that movie is, I love Jim Carrey in that movie. Yeah, I mean, he makes a good rhythm. Um, yeah, so. From 94 to, say, 2000, he was straight crushing. Like, straight crushing. It wasn't until, I think, maybe after he did The Majestic in 2001 where he started to plateau off a little bit. But, I mean, you got Me, Myself, and My Irene, which I thought was kind of funny. It was. It was just like... Very dark, though. It was, yeah, it was like darker than his usual stuff. I mean, Cable Guy got a little dark, too. Yeah, that was, I, I actually really like that film. But it is a little, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't want to watch it by yourself in the dark. Um, but yeah, um, and then, I, I did want to talk about like Jim Carrey, and, and I, I've said this before on other, I think, other podcasts, like, I think comedians make, like, some of the best actors. Mm-hmm. And, well, not even on a podcast, I've said this with other people, and they, I got, like, Everyone like rolled their eyes at me. I'm just like, yo, yo, Robin Williams. Well, Robin Williams is winning. amazing. Yeah. It's a dramatic actor. Just, just the, the the knowledge they have of mm-hmm. of emotion. Because they have to go to the extremes, which you see in Jim Carrey, and then maybe to his detriment sometimes, because even when he's doing a serious role, sometimes you're like, Oh, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's exaggerating by habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and also his face is like plastic now because he makes makes so many faces yeah. like um, but the, just just the ability to do that, and you see it all the time. Like even like Eddie Murphy, we talk about. Eddie Murphy. Um, um, there's, there's so many com- comedians yeah. who Adam Sandler. I mean, yeah, his some of his his dramatic stuff is really good, and like his newest one, I want to go see, which is uh, called Gems. Looks really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you know if you if you want to have a good performance, I think. Throw a comedian in there, man. Yeah. You know, Will Smith is not bad. Yeah. You know? I don't what what's but he was like he's a weird he's a yeah. weird He started example. in music space. Music and then he was in a sitcom. Right. 
So, and, but like you see, even in, in Fresh Prince, man, that guy, like when a there's a bunch of episodes where he's like you super see like when his dad comes back and then leaves again. He's like, "Why doesn't he want me, man?" And like starts crying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that actually gets me crying now. <laughs> I think he got nominated for that that, really? that episode. Yeah, really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, so, in a, but in a movie like this where it's clearly comedy, the exaggeration. Some people can do an exaggeration and it just comes off goofy. Mm. I feel like there's like it's still some genuineness to his performance here. Mm-hmm. Like um, at the airport when he drops Mary off at the airport, and uh, he goes like puts his arms on her. How about a hug? He's looking away and then he turns his eyes to her. Like <laughs> these very subtle things, um, especially in his eyes. For me, his yeah. eyes throughout the film. Yeah. And he like turns his eyes towards her and he, they hug. And she doesn't really re-embrace him, but then he pulls her in, and he makes it sound like, Ugh! and her face, like her face as well. She, I think she did well in this movie too. Um, and then like she's about to say something, and he's like, no, don't speak, and like puts his finger to her lips, and like she walks away. Like, it was such an awesome. She should have won. She should have won an award for all the shit. <laughs> she let them do that. Like when Jeff Daniels throws snowball hits her dead, in the, dead face. in the face and then like pushes her face into yeah. the snow while she's down yo. I would've, I'm sorry I would've been like I'm gonna fuck you up after this movie <laughs> <laughs> it was so good um, but yeah, yeah that, then Jeff Daniels so Jeff Daniels um, I got some questions they originally did not want to cast him not sure. I can understand that is he traditionally a comedic actor no, he's traditionally a drug. Right, actor. that's what my impression was. Um, they approached uh, him. They approached hi, uh, him to play Harry Don because they enjoyed his dramatic and comedic turn um, in um, Something Wild, which was a nineteen eighty six movie directed by Jonathan Demme, and the studio did not want to do it because they said, "Hey, he hadn't really done any outright comedic roles," mm-hmm. and so, so that's. As I'm watching, I'm seriously sitting there watching this going, I'm like, why did he do this movie? Like, what made... Exactly. I, th- I think even when you, when you, when I first watched it, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. He, he almost doesn't look like he fits in. Yeah. And, I'm, and I, cause I know, even like, if I knew who he was, I'd be like, yeah, he definitely doesn't fit in. But right. like, not knowing, I'm just watching like, this guy, like, they, it looks like they really forced <laughs> that haircut on him and the clothes and shit. And but, then, but like... Th- they were really like a perfect team, man. He was so good at being... And it was, it he was the smarter one. And that's scary. <laughs> He's scary. dumb. Jim Carrey He's is clearly dumb. dumb. But I do have a question. Are the hip people actually dumber? They, no, they're the... the, the yeah. <laughs> dumber. Yeah. Dumber. No, that's a, that's a... Yeah, I mean, we'll get into the what, is, what, what the fuck's, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a case to be made that they might have been dumb, like them and the, the guy who was... You know, like um, kidnapping the the husband. Yeah, there was case to be made that they might have been the dumbest ones. But it's also like that film. Um, oh, who starred in? Oh, Bill Murray, the man who. Oh, Quincy. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Right. He's completely unawares, <laughs> and it completely throws all the, the spies and hitmen off. He right? thinks he's in like some dinner theater <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> that was actually, I actually enjoyed that movie. I'm actually surprised. So. Good. That's a good question right there too. Why? I wonder if Bill Murray was on that list of twenty-five. Because it would have been right around. He he would have been, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in. Because I think Quick Change came out in the eighty-six or somewhere around that. Um, so he he could have been one. I could have seen him in that. In this if you have Martin Short and Steve Martin on that list, oh. he must have been on that mm-hmm. list. Yeah, I mean, um, that movie came out in '90, uh, so yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to see what he did in '90. '98, Wild. He was in Wild Things. Yeah. The Man Who Knew Too Little was actually '97. So, Space Jam was '96. So Kingpin was '96. So he was gone. Ed Wood. I yeah. Mean, so Wood. he was on that list. You know, he was on that list. Absolutely. Groundhog Day was '93. He was on that so list. What about Bob? Remember that one? Oh, what about Bob? So he was actually, yeah, he was, Ghostbusters 2 was 89, so he was right, 88 Scrooge, like he was right in the middle of his, like yeah. he was still going. So there's no way he wasn't on that list at some point. Yeah. 
and he probably turned it down. And I could have seen the minute, but I, again, I think this was an understatedly best cast. This was a perfect casting. Like, Again, we, so we already said Mike Starr. Like, yeah, this guy is never gonna be the, the, the lead actor, right? But he's good at what he does. He's <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Um. Since we're talking about Jeff Daniels and his character Harry, I have a question. We're not doing anything in particular order, right? We assume no. everyone's seen this movie and are as addicted to it as we are. Spoiler alert. Um. <laughs> all right. So I mean, let's just really quickly. They're bringing the suitcase back to Mary. Yep. In Aspen, they're in Rhode Island. Yep. Uh, Lloyd thinks he's in love with her, and they get to Aspen, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then Harry's like trying to set Lloyd up with Mary, but ends up going on a date with her. Oh, yeah. Here's my question. One, he tells Lloyd that he set them up right. on a date. Yep. So he lied. Yep. And then he goes on a date with Mary. Yep. But then when it's over and Lloyd... Tells him that she stood him up. He acts like really outrightly, like what I thought. Does he? Oh did he? Does he now? Is he so dumb he believes his lie, or is he just like? Because remember the whole thing with his ex girlfriend. Yeah. That story. Yeah. Is he getting him back on purpose? I was confused about the the motivation there too, and to do that requires some intelligence. Right. So well, we know, well, we know he's more intelligent. Than him, so maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe he doesn't have to work that hard because Lloyd is so yeah. dumb. <laughs> maybe that's what the point was: was them to kind of emphasize the dumb and the dumber. Yeah. Because who does like who goes and believes one that oh maybe she got got it wrong maybe it was ten p.m. Mm-hmm. Like really, dude? Who who needs for a date at ten a.m. First of all, <laughs> at a bar. At a bar. <laughs> Oh, side track, side note. Uh-oh. Bartender Uh-oh. in this movie, in the hotel lobby, yeah. was in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, what? He's the guy in the first scene that gives him, that looks like Indiana Jones, has the hat, and then gives him the hat oh. at the end of that first big chase scene. Same guy. Oh, really? Oh, you're right. You I, are, you're right. I didn't even look it up. I don't have to look it up. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Back to the main bar. Spoiler no. um, And you know what? And like we've already gone through my notes, but just generally speaking through the movie, I just have a lot about a bunch of quotes and a bunch of the songs, my what the fuck moments. Yeah. Like, just the quotes alone for this movie, and it's mostly Lloyd. It's mostly Jim Carrey. Yeah, he has a few. Uh... <laughs> Actually, this is this this one. This particular one is the two of them when um. The, the hitman, hitman and hitwoman knock on the door, on their door of the apartment, and he's like, and Harry, they're looking through the peephole, and Harry's like, one of them has a gun. And Jim Carrey thinks for a second, he's like, Harry, did you pay the gas bill? And then you see Harry's face, he's like, <laughs> do you realize what you've done? what you've done? I, I, well, I say this shit all the time. Um, they're like out looking for jobs all day. Oh fuck! And then, yeah. uh, and then Jim Carrey gets robbed by the old lady, <laughs> and he's like, "I can't take it. I can't do it anymore. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off." <laughs> <laughs> the delivery, so genuine. Just, like it gets worse. Oh, like, you know my God. parakeet Petey? His head uh, fell off. <laughs> oh, and then this, this one's Harry. Um, what did he say? I think uh, Lloyd's like, yeah, uh, let's go to Aspen. He's like, well, I don't know. French are assholes. French are kind of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like little gems like that, and it's like nonstop throughout the movie. I don't think there's a lull in this film. Yeah, they kept coming... Uh, they kept it coming pretty pretty much. Um, 15% of this movie was ad-libbed. So that's a significant amount, so especially the scene in the, 
car the when um, Hitman gets in the, the truck with them and they're playing tag and all that. Yeah. They said that whole thing is <laughs> improvised. Oh, the annoying, most annoying sound in the world. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yeah. How about Mockingbird? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, fellas, fellas, can we turn on the radio? Oh, in the radio. Wo- radio. <laughs> what do you the radio? radio? <laughs> Ready, Harry? <laughs> and the one, um, the scene where he's in the bar, he goes to storm out and he sees the... Um, oh, like, that's, that's ad-libbed. That's genius. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> and the scene with the doggy bag at the end of the Kung Fu scene. Where he puts his hand through the guy's uh-huh. chest, takes it out, pulls the doggy bag out, drops it in the bag, rolls it up, how's, and hands it back to him. How's that ad-lib? <laughs> How do you fucking come up with, how do you decide in the middle of a sequence that they're doing like that to just go, let's get the doggy bag in there. Right. He just probably said, hey, let's try with the but doggy bag. But what about the heart? <laughs> they pulled out of the guy's chest. I don't know. Maybe he was just going to pull the chest, the, pull it out of his chest and show it to him. Because that's usually like the, the move. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they, he's like, let's put it in a doggy bag and give it back. Right. So. Hmm. That was pretty funny. That's, I mean, that's a, <clears throat> that's a, oh, and by the way, did you happen to <clears throat> recognize the hotel? Or did you not see The Shining? That's not The Shining. Yeah. Oh. The swanky Danbury Hotel in the movie is actually the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Allegedly haunted 106 year old hotel that inspired Stephen King's to write the classic The Shining. Inspired or it's the mo- it was it was also the one they filmed it. In well, the Shining. no, I mean oh, I think okay. they rebuilt it, but it, but that's the hotel that oh, originally. Know. Yeah, it's a little creepy. I guess I had to do my homework. <sighs> well, in the room that they stayed in was 217, so they, which uh, Jim Carrey requested. Nice. This guy is. This dude is. He's. Oh, uh, I thought you'd appreciate this too. Uh, so, um, to be going to become Lloyd uh, in Dumb and Dumb, and Jim Carrey uncapped his chipped front tooth. It's actually so his tooth is actually chipped <laughs> like that, um, and he also did the same thing for the sequel. Um, he he lost it in a fight during the. Probably making faces. Um, I don't make enough money to use. Yeah, I, to I had currently. To think, yeah, I was going to put that in my what the fuck moment right there too. Like, mm, I think you made enough money by now to go to the dentist. So. Speaking of which, what the fuck moment? Let's do it. There's a lot, a lot, a lot. I, I tried to narrow it down myself. Uh, the cop pulls them over. Oh, that is such a great scene. That is such a great scene, though. I, I mean, out of the anticipation of... Who's that actor, by the way? Oh, I can't... Uh, let me tell you in a minute. So, while he's looking it up, the cop pulls Jim Carrey, Harry and Lloyd over uh, because Lloyd was peeing in, in beer bottles, open beer bottles. It's just wrong. And what, he's on, like, the sixth one? Harlan Williams. And he's... Harlan Williams, right. Yes. And he's making... Lord, uh, Harry hold the bottles, of course, the cop, and they're swerving on the road, and the cop sees this. Just the whole scene, like... It's just wrong. Like, uh, the cop is like, well, you know it's illegal to have open beer containers in the state of wherever the hell were? And then he's like, oh, that's not beer, sir, or whatever. And he's like, like give me one of those beers. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, as Lloyd's handing it over to Harry, he's he, like, he spills them all. You see Harry's face. He's like... This is deadpan face, and then they pass it over to him. He's about to drink. Like, no, 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 sir, sir, you keep your mouth shut if you know it was good for you. Like, <laughs> and then his reaction when he when he switches, he drinks the urine and switches it around his mouth, <laughs> and then he makes that sound. Is that the sound you think you would make? If no, I think I would fucking I'd just throw up immediately. Yeah, we've been projectile vomiting for a while. Uh. That tick, was and, and, a, and one of my favorite quotes. Tic tac, sir. 
Oh, you forgot the uh, the the quote. I got worms. When he's talking to Holly about his worms, and mm-hmm. he goes, he just like blurts out, "I've got worms." She just kind of looks at him like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck is this?" That's what we're gonna call it. I got worms. Um, I actually have a song that's a what the fuck moment. A song. Yeah, it's actually the song from when they're in the um. The diner, not no, like they're at the um, spicy food spot with the, with a what's his name? Mental, they call him Mental. Mental. That song is called the Bear Song. Yeah, listen to that song coming over here. What? The, first of all, it's like a punk punk rock song. Yeah. It's... Second of all, they're literally talking about like the bear jumps over the. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. This so, is what, what were they waiting there, waiting for Mental to return from? his burger, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which again, that is also the, the what the fuck, what the fuck moment. <laughs> it was just I know CPR, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts pushing his legs in like then. a like a water pump or some shit, and then he's like, and then he spits out his burger. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> 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 and he goes up to actual CPR, and the guy's like fighting. He's like, it's better if you don't fight. <laughs> Pills are good. Check, please. Check, please. Uh, uh, it's too much. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of um, greenness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greenness. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, for our listeners. I mean, I, again, we assume you've seen this, but the reason the guy had a heart attack is that they put a shit ton of red pepper, hot peppers in his burger. Oh, my and God. And he had a heart condition. That was just... Oh. <laughs> and then when he goes down, they start laughing at him. They're like, pointing him. <laughs> Remember this... Uh, one of my favorite scenes is that scene... So, when they... Uh, when the two hitmen go to their apartment, mm. and... They've already left, but there's a note on the front door yeah. from the gas man. He's like, these guys have been on us for weeks. How, did, how else would they know I had gas? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. There's just stuff like that. It's just non-stop all the way through. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, maybe we should trash their apartment, give them, send them a message. I don't think they're going to get that message. <laughs> Do you re- did you recognize that girl? I did not. But she was uh, she her name is Duff, and she was one of the original VJs on MTV. Oh. Yes, really? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm looking her up now. Oh, she was in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, her career was Last Action Hero. Yeah, she was in Last Action Hero. <laughs> oh, a lot of uh, voice acting. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Big Easy. What? Really? That's what we know her. Yeah, her career didn't <clears throat> do a lot. Apparently she was in Malcolm X as well. She was in Malcolm X? Apparently. I didn't look at the details anyway. Um, Interesting. So, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, when they first set off on their road trip, you know the Proclaimers? Yeah. Um, they're doing a cover of The Temptations, Get Ready. But it's it's like, again, like we talk about versions of, of songs. Like right. this, like I don't think the Temptations song would have worked as well here. No. This was just like a little more up, upbeat, uptown, I want to say uptempo. Um, just more like, I mean, the Proclaimers, I feel like, are very much known for their traveling music or driving music. Right. Like, you know, five, I would want yeah, 500. Yeah. They have another song. <clears throat> I can't remember. I think it's, I don't know if it's called that. So I'm on my way. But I'm on my way from misery to happiness oh, today. Right. That's in Shrek. Is it? When they're traveling. Oh. Like, they have traveling music, bro. Like, so, and a lot of the music in this was, like, so upbeat and hopeful. Yeah. I think it was just like as delusional as they are. Yeah, I think so, right? I think it's almost I like it's being inside their head and what yeah. they imagine it to be, the music should be. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'd already talked about Crash Test Dummies and like, what, 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 that's, that, that's when they, that's when they, um, they have the fight. Like, they drove yeah. in the wrong direction. 
and like then and, and Jeff, like, yeah, and uh, and Harry's like walking away, and that's the song. And again, kind of goofy, but but Jim Carrey, hmm. um, when he's like yelling yelling at him down the road, he's like, "I guess you like never made a mistake," and he starts like crying. Like it's <laughs> funny because his face is so rubbery, but there's acting there, man. Like it's so good. Um, Oh, the Mary Daydream song. It's called Durain the Park and Other Things. There's a lot of this music is very, I don't know, you can't pin down like what this. No. Dude, like the next song I have here is like when he gets, um, when he's, he's going, he's gone shopping for stuff for the trip. And, uh, (laughs) and he's got the, big foam hat on and he's got like a one of those what's it paddle board things yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's carrying a bunch of like junk essentially and he stops, he stops but, like, the, but the song while he's walking is like uh, red red right hand which I can't even place the, the genre of that yeah I, I was but I it's for me it's synonymous with this movie this that song that particular song and of course Mockingbird do you know who sang the original <coughs> that song I don't know I like tried to listen to the song, but I couldn't. It's as bad as in the movie. Carly Simon and James oh, yeah. Taylor. Right, right, right. Mockingbird. Hmm. So different. Yeah. So different. Um. What else did I have here? Oh, the two. Then they oh. And it was something I did not realize until this <laughs> viewing. This viewing. What's Twenty-five that? years later. What's that? Uh. You're gonna kill me. So, well, this is one of the what the fuck moments when they stop at the gas station and Lloyd goes to the bathroom and he sees the writing on the wall about for for manly love. (laughs) Meet me right here here at 215 on March 25th. (laughs) I did not realize that the guy that comes in is Seabass. Oh, you didn't realize that? I did not. Until now, twenty five years later, maybe I was too scarred by this scene. I blacked it. I, that I didn't was watch. so funny. And his face, like his his eyes, like light up. <laughs> well, look at him. Oh my god! And then, oh, but and like, but the okay. Could you do that scene today? Wow. Because there, he was pushing him down suggestively. He, well, he, he he took his pants off. He's like, yeah. I'm right here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. No, I think this doesn't age. That scene, that scene. would not age well. Yeah. Well, there's a couple scenes, but that one primarily. You know, you know what I think does age well because of the juxtaposition is uh, when they first get to Aspen and they're walking down the street and this couple walks between them. And they both turn, whoa. Oh, uh, nice ass. Har- Harry's like, look at the ass on that one. And, and Lloyd goes, yeah, he must work out. He probably works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually, actually does work pretty well. Right? It does age pretty well. Uh, it's so good. He's probably, yeah, ahead of their time at the moment. Um, but I think I looked at that um, the bathroom scene because of the next song, Too Much of a Good Thing by The Sons. Hmm. Oh, that's when they trick Seabass into buying, taking up their tab, and they're, and they're driving away. <laughs> that's the song that plays. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and he's like, wow, Lloyd, wow, wow, Lloyd that was genius. Where did, where did you figure that one out? He's like, oh, I saw it in an old movie. Oh, that's great. What, so what happens in the movie? They, they get down the road and escape scot-free. He's like, no, no, they catch up with him like a mile down the road, and they get killed and slit their throats. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Harry, can you pull over? I got to pee. It's like, I'm not going to be able to pull him out. It was actually a pretty slick move. Yeah. I was like, oh, and that's again with with Jim Carrey's eyes. When he's he's, he's sitting there, he's like, wait, wait, I have, and his eyes squint, and he looks to the right, he's like, yeah, I have an idea. Wait, yeah, I have an idea. (laughs) I think I actually do that now. When I'm thinking, and I want someone to visually see what I'm thinking, I I squint my eyes and like look up to to the right. And you got to pause yeah. Just to make sure what you're seeing, what, what you're having is an idea. You know, oh. that was that was really funny. Oh, and the greatest use of this song in a movie, hmm. any movie ever. Oh, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. 
Yeah, way over something. Like this that. is the best use of that movie, of that song in a movie. It was, um, yeah. When they're getting ready for uh, the ball. For the ball. Which I thought was, thought was just. There was some stuff. Uh, yeah, did they go to the hairdressers? He got the, he's getting the bowl cut. And they took a. I mean, that was a. I mean, they basically just said pretty woman. We just said we're going to. Yeah. Pretty, pretty woman. It must have just come out not long before. Because that's 96. Who's going to find it first? She'll probably find it because I love it. <laughs> 90. 1990. 90. Wow, that long ago. But like, that's, that's pretty quick turnover to, to yeah. use that kind of... That was, was actually pretty cool. Yeah. It might be the first comedy to do a reference to that scene. So. And I think I'm just realizing that I do another thing that Jim Carrey did in that, in that montage. Mm. Uh, when he's going through the suits, the tailor is like, but he's like, really nice suits. Yeah, the tux and then the white, white tux. Yeah. And, and he comes out with his orange... Neon orange tux, and he's like, <laughs> and then he starts like tap dancing. Yeah, I do that all the time. Whenever I'm dressed up in a nice a suit or something. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Jim, man, Jim, Jim Carrey stuck with me, bro. Jim Carrey has infiltrated. Has <laughs> infiltrated the download. Yeah, exactly. And I, I and after listening to the soundtrack now and of course a lot of these songs don't show up on the official soundtrack. There's like ten to twelve songs on the official one, and there's like thirty um, that actually play. But um, which you know I've added a few of these to my uh, my collective now, my really? my Spotify playlist. Yeah, so it's always good. That's why this show is awesome, man. Yeah, we do get to discover a bunch of songs that you didn't or versions of older mm-hmm. songs. Did you hear, uh, did you listen to New Age Girl by Dead Eye Dick? Yeah, I was listening to it when I walked in. Did you, <coughs> did you hear the line, she doesn't eat meat, but she sure like the bone? That probably doesn't age that well, no. but... So, uh, Dead Eye Dick, neither does your name or your band, but um, you know, maybe you want to take okay. that out of the, the it, library. You might want to do a remaster. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, um, <laughs> when when Lloyd um, sells the the van and picks up his <sighs> tiny bike, this is this is a, te- a, a, a testament to a testament to Jeff Daniels when he's like, just when I think you can be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> I was uh, I was watching it last night, and we're, you know, Rena and me are sitting there watching this. And when they do this, as they're speeding down the highway together, mm-hmm. she's like, "Can that really go that fast?" I'm like, "I don't think so." And I'm pretty sure it would be hard to go as far as as far as they were going, mm-hmm. but. It was the perfect vehicle for them to ride into town with, mm-hmm. and the best part, best scene was when, hey, we gotta pull over. I gotta pee. He's like, just, just go. He's like, oh, that's, that's warm. warm. <laughs> and then they're stuck together when they get off the bike. Yeah, and they're like snot like streaming across their faces. I mean, this is so much. There's so much like there's so much detail. So many things they thought about when they wrote this, and even like the ad lib stuff. I love the IOUs too. The idea oh, of the IOUs. You can you can use it anywhere you like. Anytime. I'd keep a hold of that one. <laughs> that's a that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> that's a Lamborghini. Like oh my god, <clears throat> that was so hilarious. And I'm just like trying to put myself in their place. Like, if I was dumb, if I was really stupid, and I had like this briefcase of money that I was returning to someone, would I go on a shopping spree for the yeah. most expensive shit? Yeah, you would probably right. I mean. <sighs> Because I guess your, I'm not stupid enough to. Imagine. In your mind, maybe you're thinking, but there it is. Fuck you. <laughs> no, finish your thought, please. No, fuck you. <laughs> I had enough thoughts on this. <laughs> I can't crack it. Um, but it would, you know. I don't know. I mean, okay. So, do we want to ask some questions now? Yeah, let's get the questions going. I guess. Um, so, uh, 
As usual, we have two questions. The first question is, would can Tom Hanks be in this movie? And if so, what manner of fashion? And does he make it better? I mean, I think absolutely. I yeah, he could definitely think be about the. Could he be like? Could he be Jeff Daniels? Do so you think he has the? Can he stretch himself a little bit like like like, like Jeff Daniels did? I think he could. I think, I think, I think he could. I don't think he would. I think he would have been on that list of people and just said no. He might have been. You never know. But yeah. I is there is there any other? I think anything else he would have done would have been too small. Like, yeah, like like the husband. Yeah, his uh, husband or. But that would be awesome. That would be an awesome cameo. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Just right at the end. Yeah, he just he, he gets out of the. Car and you're like, oh, oh shit, that's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. What the fuck? So yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be any. I don't know if it would have made the movie any better, but it's, yeah. well, yeah, actually maybe because uh, just seeing a bit cool to see him in. Come I think I think if he was able to do what Jeff Daniels did in that role, that would be that'd be crazy. I mean, absolutely, it would be. I, it, yeah, because because you wouldn't ex- ever expect that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's exactly the same as Jeff Daniels doing it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, it would have been probably would have been a little different because because <clears throat> Tom has a comedic background, mm. so he might have played it differently. You know, I think it almost builds well that Jeff didn't have a comedic comedic background and just kind of was just you know him. You know, fluid on it. Well, because you see, like you know that that um video that went around a few years ago of him, I forget what show it was, um, but he's, he's, he's like a politician at a press conference and a, and a, oh. a reporter asked him, like, well, do, you, do you think, or why is America the best country in the world? Oh, yeah, and he's yeah. like, it's not, and he goes through this yeah, soliloquy, yeah, yeah, yeah. this long speech that is so <clears> powerful. Yeah. Um, you see something that serious and that dramatic, and then you see this, <laughs> opposite, polar opposites uh, in performances. Now, what would have been better for that video is if he'd have done that as... As, as Harry? <laughs> Pull like, over! Pull oh, over! No, it's a cardigan. It's a cardigan, the thanks! <laughs> um, Alright, second question. Would, uh... I, I think this is obvious answer. But uh, would Tears in Heaven fit into the soundtrack? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think there's, so, there's a couple of scenes. I should have done it when, when Petey died. When Petey, <laughs> when Petey died or when she didn't show up at the bar. Uh-huh. Um, oh, by the way, we just said Petey. Um, another what the fuck moment. I know. I know. <laughs> As they pan out, I'm just like, no fucking. This is just, I mean, uh, this that technically doesn't age well. But no. you go ahead and tell them about it. Um, so the answer to the Tears in Heaven question is yes. But we have to divert to what the fuck moment number twenty seven, uh, when when Lloyd makes some extra money, and Harry asks him how he's like, I just sold some stuff. What stuff? Some oh, stuff. you know, some baseball cards. Uh, <coughs> Petey, that's Harry's parakeet whose head was bitten off, and they sold it to the blind, I took care the blind of it. neighbor. <laughs> and the blind, and he, what do you do? He stuck a golf ball in its head and taped it up or something. Yeah. And the, the blind kids out front like petting the bird, go pretty bird, pretty. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know if we can do that today. Oh, no, that would have been that's yeah no, <laughs> that would have been all over Twitter for sure for sure. Yeah. On um, all kinds of ways, but it was so fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> At the time when I was uh, when I was fifteen, it was hilarious. Um, now it's terrible. I know it's uh, terrible. And okay, so man, what do you rate this movie out of ten? You know, if you had to ask me this last night, this would have been a long. This would have been a much different conversation because I was like, literally sitting there going, "What." The fuck does he have me watching? Because this movie. Oh yeah, that that was me. By this was my choice. This was his choice. Um, I proudly, I admit it proudly. I remember. So I so while watching this, I, I it dawned on me that I had 
tried watching this show, this movie before, mm. and only watched parts of it because I would remember certain pieces of it and um, not seeing, like, I was like, oh, I, never, I didn't remember the, the pretty bird scene. I didn't remember him meeting, uh, not meeting the girl in the, in the bar. I didn't remember the bathroom scene. And I was like, oh, yeah. Did you fast forward through these parts? No. <laughs> No, matter of fact, she made me. She's like, you gotta watch it. Then you can. <laughs> Motherfucker. But I digress. Mm. And after having conversations and you know deciding, you know considering some of the finer points, pieces of mm. both of their performances. Right, right. It's a funnier, movier. I think this. To be honest, it's, I think this is one of those movies you have to see more than once. You have to see it more. Oh, absolutely. You, you can't just see it once because I think you. It's like, you know what? Like it's, it's like I said, it's it's, it's nonstop. And there's so much happening that you're gonna miss stuff the first. And time. it's exactly the title. The first time yeah. you watch it, it's a fucking dumb movie. Yeah. The, the the but the more you watch it, the dumber it gets. And at that point, at but some point, it cracks it's, open. But you realize how intentional it is. Exactly. At that point, it cracks open, and you go, "Okay, this shit's kind of funny." It's. Genius. So. It's, I mean, I, I use the word, maybe I use it too loosely, but I think it's genius, like, what they put together here. So I'll give it, I'll give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah, I can't, I can't, can't give it higher than that. Oh my God. It, so. Are you? Mostly, mostly because. So this is the last episode of, <laughs> of that download, not just for 2019. I didn't, but. I didn't think the, I, I liked the soundtrack, I didn't love the soundtrack. I thought we but that was perfect for for the movie. It was. I'm not saying there's a bunch of songs that I'm going to listen to nonstop, but there are a few. I just thought we'd done this year um, a couple other movies whose soundtracks were just more solid. They're not the same. We're talking about dramas and action, maybe some comedies. Like this is a different movie, man. This is a completely different movie from anything we've done. Hey man. Period. What can I say? What you can say is you can up I'm, that rating before. I'm a bit Siskel and a lot Ebert. <laughs> You're not even in their class, sir. You're right. You're right. I'm above. Thank you very much. All right. So, so what did you do? Um, I know. I already know where this is going, but go ahead. It is not a 10. And I'll tell you why. If it had been, we would have had a problem. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's not a 10. Okay. Not because of any of the reasons you just said. Okay. Because they're stupid. Yeah. Um, it's for another what the fuck moment. I mean, you're dumb. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> it's for another what the fuck moment that we have yet to mention the end of the movie oh yeah mm. they are walking along a road deserted road no money Beyond no that car was one of my favorite scenes and you know where are they going back to Rhode Island <laughs> and this big bus of what was it Hawaiian Tropic Hawaiian Tropic bus with all the bikini models mm -hmm. drives by and stops and ask for directions, and then they say, actually, we need some oil boys for our tour, and... We need two oil boys for our tour. And what did it, what was the response? Oh, they, they pause for a long second, and then they go, well, there's a town. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Down the road. Yeah, I'm sure you can I'm find who sure you're looking for over there. You can find two guys there. And if that wasn't painful enough, yeah, they start walking, and, he, and they're like, oh, Harry! What have you done? And he runs back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My friend is a little... The town is 10 miles that way. That way. Oh, and you saw the face of the model. Like, <laughs> what the... Dude, her face was like, what the fuck? So because of that, this does not get a 10. <laughs> All right, Darren just double take that at me. Because of that, it doesn't get a 10. I just, I just basically showed the same face that these girls just showed. Uh, okay. I so give this, it? maybe it's nostalgia, maybe it's because I love Jim Carrey so much, maybe because it opens up with Boom Shaka Lock. Mm. I love this movie, I'm giving it a nine. What did you give um, Spider-Verse? I think I gave it a nine, but in hindsight I gave it a ten. I give it a ten now. Absolutely. Because I love the sound, I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Okay. That movie is a ten. Okay. So right. stop rolling your eyes at me. Yeah, just making sure because we had to keep you know let's keep things in perspective here. Consistency, yeah. Let's keep it in perspective, people. 
This was um, a good movie to, to end this, the, the year on. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a comp. It was almost a compilation of everything we've done this year. Because there's a lot of. As I'm listening, watching this movie and listening to the soundtrack, to me, it felt a lot of Forrest Gumpish. Yeah. I felt the quality of like was kind of consistent with Spider Verse. There's a lot of house party uh, madness in this. <laughs> So I feel like there's you know this this was kind of like the 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 amalgamation yeah of of everything we've done this year. Good job, Chris. Oh, thank you, thank you for that. So well, we only have one more year, day of the year. Well, a few hours actually in mm-hmm. the year. So what uh, what's uh, what's coming up? Well, I'm going to O'Neill's with you tonight. It's just gonna be live before then, so people can know where we're actually, at. Actually, I should do that. <laughs> I should do that actually. Um, I'm gonna try to put this out. I think I'm gonna try to put this out. Tonight. Oh snap! Yeah. Um, yeah. Besides that, I mean, I was hoping to have this song out already, but it'll be a 2020 release. So, okay. Palace of Marbles on its way. Hopefully, within the next couple weeks, man. Cool. Um, That'd be good. Yeah. Show with Silvana, seven o'clock, two twenty-four, nice. uh, one twenty-four. Sorry, two twenty is the the bitter end. Uh, 9.30. Mm. It's my 20th show there, so <coughs> that's what I'm gearing towards, man. Cool. That's, um, so, early 2020, we get started with the Big Bang. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Should be. By you, sir. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm going to sit alone in my empty room and pet my Well, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bird. Oh, this is a PG show. Oh, bird. Okay. That has no head. Anyway, um... <coughs> Tonight, I'll be at O'Neill's for, for uh, to show the year out the door. And then um, February, um, Valentine's Day, is actually the 15th year of this international short film showcase event, which takes place at Stone Creek Bar and Lounge again. Okay. Tickets are on sale, people. They're on sale right now. So get in, get them while they're good. There's an open bar and there's movies and that kind of good stuff. It's always good and fun. Blah blah blah. It usually gets packed up, right? So it gets sold out. Yeah, it's almost. It usually it sells out like within the first four, three or four weeks. So. So I would I would get your tickets. You can go up to uh, Film Loft, um, NewYorkFilmLoft.com. Or you can go up to uh, Eventbrite and just search Love Actually. You can find it. Trust me. You, if you search Love Actually Film Festival, you'll find us. Um, other than that, nothing. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just planning. We, we've got to do. Uh, come up with our plan for 2020 for our podcast. Mm-hmm. So, but we. This was a good year. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of we guests. Did a, we did a lot of shows. Yeah, thirty shows. Is that uh, what 29 shows. Yeah, we did a couple of years before. Yeah, yeah so. Um, so we still actually have a few more in the season, so yeah. keep your ears open. Actually, we have one more. Oh, just uno, uno mas. One more. Ooh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? No. Yo, help us out. Yeah, so. Message us, post on, give us an idea for a film. If you want to be a guest, let us know. Yeah, and go up to um, Facebook, follow us at the Download Podcast Show on Instagram and Twitter. No, we don't have a Twitter, but we should in 2020. Um, but we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. And you can also find us at the digthispodcast.com. Um, and you can follow this. You can follow um, Drop the Mic Podcast. You can follow Endangered Comedy and all the other podcasts that we're working on. So, uh, all right, man. So let's kick, uh, let's kick 2020 off right. Everybody have a happy... New Year, hopefully this will be up tonight on New Year's Eve. Oh, so if you're staying home tonight, chilling at home and whatever, and you want something fun to listen to, listen to the podcast. Again, we're on Stitcher, um, um, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Anchor. Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please, please, please follow us um, and help support the show. And that's it. 
we're out, I guess, until twenty till next year, which is in um, I don't know eight hours. Thank you, Anchor, for you know continuing to support of the podcast. Yep. Thank you, uh, Nomad Works uh, on Thirtieth and Broadway in New York City, our recording home, and um, please support them as they're a really good co-working space. And I think that's it. We're up. We're up. So until next year, I'm Darren Jenkins. And I'm Chris Saunders. And this was the download. download.